Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So it's uh, it's games, movies, and TV. Something from the week when it was recorded, and uh, that's probably about it, I guess. If you're checking us out on YouTube, and you're one of our lovely YouTube subscribers, big thank you to you. You are awesome. And if you're one of our audio listeners, and you're subscribing on SoundCloud or iTunes, big thank you to you. You're awesome. So here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. See, I'm making a concerted effort now to uh, to not do the old man noises, other than last week where I think I might have done them on purpose. Oh, hello. Trying something different this week. Trying to do the podcast earlier. Um, trying to get out, not get out of the way, but um, I'm like, oh, you know, I can sit down and have my tea, or I can get all my jobs done, have some tea, try and uh, try and have a bit of bit of evening doing those things that I enjoy to do which ultimately um I've I don't know what's come they don't further my life in any way I don't think but hey we're not here to talk about me we're here to talk about you how are you how's your week you'll be getting this on a Tuesday so uh Hey, you know, they say Tuesday's the worst day of the week. Um, so, I always think I've got a conundrum. I have put two things on this week's list. Of those two things, I am very unsure about whether to talk about them. It's uh, no, it's more one of them than the other. So I was like, I'll decide at the time. I'll decide on the fly. That's never a good thing. And I, part of me is like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And another part of me is like, but it's a thing. So I don't know. Let's start, and we'll see how we go. So, been listening to a lot of Bill Burr podcasts. Um, it's one of those things you might know that purely if you listen to a lot of um, the podcasts. This podcast, you might realise that you know things creep in. I mention, um, I mean, I mention Bill Burr a lot more when I'm listening to a lot more. You know that that's a simple. That makes sense. Um, excuse me, I felt a bit dry then. Uh, and then things like if you if you listen to the NFL podcast at all, when I'm listening to a lot of Bill Burr, Bill Burr talks about the NFL, and you know it just creeps in a lot. Um, what's been cool is um, I've been. 
I've had the opportunity to be able to listen to more podcasts because I've started listening to them whilst I'm out running because uh, it was just taking me I had such a monstrous backlog and that backlog I don't feel has really gone down uh, I'm just getting through different um, people and obviously the other ones that I'm not listening to keep releasing episodes uh, there is a podcast that I think I'm probably going to let go um, but we'll see but I've listened to a lot of Bill Burr recently something struck me the other day and I was like do you know something that annoys annoys me quite often Bill Burr talks about um, being in a good mood or being in a great mood um, often he'll start episodes like oh, you know, I'm, in a, I'm in a good mood today and I'm like is that a thing you know do people start their days and like oh I'm in a really good mood today so I'm like more you know more here the more I think about it the more I hear it and then I got to this point and I was, I was very like well, well yeah you're bound to be in a good mood because you don't work like and that's that's what I was saying you don't work as in you don't get up at X amount uh, X time in the morning and go to a job you don't work a nine hour day you don't come home completely exhausted and not want to do anything you don't look forward to the weekend but again more often than not you're more tired so that you you know you're not able to you don't have a job like that i appreciate in a lot of ways um his job is probably harder than a lot of other jobs out there you know the the things like two podcasts a week um i i would struggle to do this podcast twice a week um then there's you know acting running a company you know the, the list goes on i'm not saying he doesn't work but it's like i oh, you know what, what are you doing right now bill are you uh, are you doing uh, an hour's podcast and then you're gonna go and spend time with your family are you gonna spend time watching every sport under the sun are you gonna you know spend time talking to you know, he, he does a podcast with Bert Kreischer and, you know, all of these various things. It's like, I can, I can actually see that there are, de there are days and more often than not, there will be days in your life where, you know, you're like, oh man, I'm in a really good mood. So I'd, I'd been annoyed by the concept of, you know, being in a good mood, <laughs> which obviously sounds horribly terrible. <coughs> Um, and then I was like, I got it into my head that I was like, you're only in a good mood because you don't have the, the trials and tribulations of the rest of us. You know, you don't have to do this and you don't have to do that. You, you just have to, you just have to enjoy your time, my friend. So, that's been going on for a couple of weeks now. Today is Monday yesterday and this is this is what's known as karma but not the bad negative karma that you would suggest that you would 
think when you hear the word karma immediately it's like oh, this is bad stuff this is just one of those um you know karma can can be about teaching you a lesson um yesterday sunday morning i woke up now admittedly did start my day by waking up on the sofa now there's a reason for this it's not one i want to go into massively but what i will say is uh because i did a good deed of sorts i gave up you know i gave up my space in the bed to my youngest because she is having trouble sleeping at the moment and she was disturbing my eldest so cut out the middleman the middleman being me um and for one night and one night only like the blues brothers stick her in the big bed so that everybody can get some sleep and you know i'll go and sleep on the sofa for the night so i woke up on the sofa which is one of those you know you're like ah, it's a bad start to the day but my eldest came um you know she's like eh, gave me a big hug wandered off came back gave me another big hug um the middle daughter came and sat down sort of across from me um she was watching i think at the point she sat down she was watching some weird amalgamation of baby shark on her kindle um but she sort of you know kept looking up every now and then and sort of giving me a smile and stuff uh, it took a little while to come round, um, as I, I'm sure you can imagine waking up on the sofa. Not long after I got up, I was like, I know, let's do this and let's do that, let's get breakfast rocking, and have you, you know, if you decide what you want for your breakfast, and very quickly realised, although things seem to be going wrong, you know, just. You drop something on the floor. Um, I have a lot of dropping things on the floor in my life. Um, and you know that kind of, oh, we're having one of those days, are we? Um, but as, as the morning, let, let's sort of say within half an hour of getting up, I was like, I'm in a, I'm in a good mood. Almost, some might say, a great mood. And that sort of carried me through the day. Um, and I, I felt like there was some kind of, some sort of karma there, where I was like having chunted a bucket full for weeks and then coming to terms with the fact that the only reason that Bill Burr can say that he's, uh, he's in a good mood is because he doesn't have the, the, I suppose, responsibilities that the rest of us have. Literally the next day I'm like, oh, I'm in a good mood. I remember a um, a Charlie Brown, Snoopy, whatever you want to call it, sketch uh, from a book, and it was about um, breaking down a year, 365 days, and how many of those days were good mood days, and how many were bad mood days, and how many were indifferent days, and all that. Like I don't remember the way it broke down, uh, but I remember them breaking it down, and it was... Uh, always something that stuck with me um, so that was one of the things I wasn't sure about talking about um, 
you know. So there's a there's a lot that centers around um, the things that happened yesterday. Is it me? Am I the only one that has this thing? So let's say that for whatever reason, a you know, for example, a cat launches itself from the top of a wardrobe and lands on you at four o'clock in the morning and then just leaves and you wake up and you bite your tongue because you, 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 know, you woke up with a start and all of that that's just a, a random example that I could give but am I the only one that has that thing where let's say you just wake up at five o'clock in the morning for whatever reason you need to go to the toilet cat jumps on you there's a noise or whatever it is and you wake up and you're wide awake. You're like, it's go time, let's do this. And your brain starts, you know, I, I'll, every now and then it's like, oh, I'll go to the toilet, I'll wander into the bathroom, go to the toilet, I can barely see, you know, you've got one eye open, one eye closed, part of your brain's still trying to go back to sleep sort of thing. But by the time you've been to the toilet, you know, washed your hands, dried your hands, got back into bed, you, you know, you're awake. Or sometimes you just wake up and you're awake. It's five o'clock in the morning, you're looking at the time. Is it just me, but your brain starts doing this thing where it's like, you know what, you could get up now. You could get out there, go for a run, go for a longer run, you know, really start the day well. You know, you've got this opportunity to start the day early, get jobs out of the way, so you could get out there, get a run done, come back, you know, make breakfast of some description, um, or, you know, get a coffee, do, you know, for me, jobs that hang over me are things like coding podcasts. I generally do, um, I've got, like, podcasts that need to be done there and then, so that they can be released the next day, and I've got podcasts that could be done in batches so sometimes i'm like oh you know i could do a couple of those and then i don't have to do them further down the line and then you know that'd probably only take me up to about what half six you know jump in the shower get nice and clean and be ready to go for seven o'clock um and then you know you've you've started here you've got so much more time you get stuff done and that's that and the other so you get to the end of that thought process and you've you've worked out what you could do if you got out of bed at that point in time and you're wide awake you're a wide awake you are ready to go and then you're like well i mean i'm up i'm awake i'm ready i'm just going to roll over and lie on my side for two minutes while i just really you know really cement these ideas really really work out the fine kinks the fine details so you roll over and then you're like, nah, I'm good. And you have to force yourself to go back to sleep because you're wide awake. I want to keep saying wide awake. You are more awake than you've ever been in your life. So you have to force yourself to go back to sleep, which eventually you do. You go back to sleep. And then you wake up couple of hours later and it's like 
in those two hours, somehow, somebody has managed to get train tracks to run up to your bed and has then spent the last two hours running you over with a train. And the biggest point, and the only thing that you can ever think at this point in time is, if I'd have got up at five, like I told myself I was going to, I wouldn't feel like this now. Can I check, am I the only one? Or is that a thing? Because it happens, <laughs> It happens to me a lot. <laughs> uh, more than I should probably admit to. <laughs> Shit, man. More than I should probably admit to. It happens quite a lot. In the last... In the last couple of weeks, it has happened to me more than it hasn't happened. <laughs> there was a week... Of the last two weeks, there was a point where it was like, Eight, like seven out of eight days I was like I'm awake I should probably get up I started thinking I got to a point where I started thinking maybe this isn't the natural time that I'm supposed to get up maybe I'm supposed to get up at five o'clock in the morning and start the day you know maybe I should be you know running and working out at that time and then it's done it's done for the day maybe maybe that's that I obviously can confirm at this point in time that it has never happened. Um, I am starting to wonder if it's an age thing. Um, I know, uh, you know, a couple of people who will remain nameless have uh, made fun and said, well, you know, you need less sleep when you get old, don't you? So uh, I am aware of that. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's an age thing. So, I th this is very this is very much a week of. Is it me? All of the things apart from the thing, the other thing. I'm not sure I'm going to talk about. All of them happened yesterday, and this is not lazy podcast writing, ladies and gentlemen. This is coincidence, and I'll defend that to my last breath. Um, again, I'm, I'm like I said, this, this podcast should be entitled Is It Me? So, uh, my eldest is into uh, drafts. So we tried chess. I think, to me, drafts is like diet chess. Like chess for kids, in a sense. Well, I'm not belittling it in any way, shape or form. I'm just saying, you know, you've got uh, fewer rules, fewer moves, fewer scenarios to learn. Um, and we tried chess and I think it was just... you got to think, chess is, chess is a lot. When you first come across it, when you first learn it, you're like, what? Why have all these pieces got different, like, you know, two different names a lot of them have got? Um, I know, not an argument, but like, uh, a thing about whether the castle was the rook or whether the bishop was the rook. 
you know, that sort of thing. Those are the conversations that you absolutely have when you're learning chess. Or teaching chess. Or somebody else is trying to teach chess. So, my eldest is into drafts. Um, there is a multitude of reasons for that. Probably too many to go into right now. But let's just leave it as my eldest is into drafts. Um, so... Yesterday she said to me, she was like, should we play drafts? And in my head, so I, I immediately I was like, yes, yes we should. And in my head I then said, because that's a Sunday activity. Does anybody else do this? Does anybody else think, like, Sundays, like, uh, I'll give you another example. Um... My eldest had decided she wanted to watch a film over the weekend. So I'm like, well, you know, I'm, I'm happy to do that. You know, that's uh, that's perfect. But I just need to find time to fit it in. Um, and as often the case, um, I've got three children trying to find one film that three of them will watch. is nigh on impossible unless you put it on. I say to my middle daughter, hey, do you want to watch this film? No. What are you going to do instead? I'm going to play. So I say to my youngest, do you want to watch this film? And unless this fi this film is Frozen or The Lion King, the answer is basically no. What I found is, if you just put the film on, eventually they all gravitate towards it anyway. It's like some kind of magnet. So, getting back to it, shall we play drafts? Absolutely, in brackets, because that's a Sunday activity. Oh, yeah. What, what about watching? What about watching your film? You could do that this afternoon, in brackets, because that's a Sunday activity. Because you know, sitting and watching a movie is absolutely a Sunday afternoon activity. Is it me? Does it feel like you know? On a Sunday you should get the special coffee out. On a Sunday you should go and get a paper. I don't know if I would actually sit down and read a paper. I've got too many books that you know I need to read. That I'm working my way through. To, to add additional reading in. So I don't think I would go and get a paper. But it strikes me as a Sunday activity. Going for a walk. Going for a walk. It was a... a it was an absolute disaster. But. I was down for it. Because it's absolutely a Sunday activity. Am I the only one that, that has these thoughts? That has these sort of, you know. Oh we can do that because it's a Sunday activity. Obviously you can't answer that. But I'm just putting it out there. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the crazy one. Says the man talking to himself. So, I made a decision. I think we always... I think I always knew this was going to go this way. So, I could not talk about this subject. Because it kind of fits into the criteria of something that I said I was going to stop talking about. But... 
I feel like I would be letting myself down if I didn't mention this. So here's what I've decided. What I've decided is I'm just going to say it really, really fast. I'm not going to dwell on it. We're going to move on. Okay? Capiche? Here we go. Can somebody tell me when it became acceptable to post on social media the various different ways you are breaking the lockdown rules? Because I must have missed that memo. There are so many people posting on social media here's me and my mates at either their house or my house having a bevy you know having a drink hmm mm. that's really interesting that because uh, I'm pretty sure that's against the uh, against the lockdown rules but it's good that you posted on social media for everyone to see here's me and my friend sitting and having lunch mm, cool um do you do you live with that friend because i don't think you do and if you don't uh yeah that's uh that's uh that's pretty till lockdown rules there are a few more I'm not going to mention for various different reasons maybe there are connections let's say um, I have reached a point now that other than um, things like, for example, going for a walk yesterday. I went for a walk yesterday, um, but I didn't go for a run. So, going for a walk, absolutely, perfectly acceptable to go for a walk with members of my household as my exercise of the day. Outside of that, I don't think I can tell you when I last left the house. Like, what I mean is, left the house for something other than, obviously, you know, I go running five days a week. That, that's me leaving the house for exercise, I go on my own, you know, that sort of thing. Outside of that, I could probably work it out. Not now, but in general, I could probably work it out. Because I remember I had to go and buy a birthday card and another item that was needed for a birthday celebration. Um, I've just basically got to the point now where I'm like, I am so, I'm so sick of it all that I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to stay in. That way, I, I'm doing, you know, I'm doing my bit. And I get that that's the whole point. But yeah. Oh, that was, that was another one. That was another one. Uh, just uh, just taking the dog for a walk. You're just taking the dog for a walk, are you? That, uh, that place that you've taken your dog for a walk is an hour's drive from your house. So... It's against, against the lockdown rules, that, my friend. Anywho, I'm not going to dwell. Oh my god, that coffee is amazing. We've got these jars of coffee for Christmas. Um, this is not paid promotion. Beanies flavoured coffee. They are good, man. 
The one I'm drinking at the moment, I think it might be sticky toffee pudding. Oh man, it is. It is lush, isn't it? Um, that was something I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about saving things. You know when you're like, oh, I'll save that. I'll save that for a special occasion. Oh, I'll save that. Two things I've saved, quote unquote saved. I saved a drink that I got for Christmas. And I had it the other day. Uh, and it tasted of curry. Not what you want from your uh, from your orange and mango. Like, I think it was like a soda water type thing. Tasted of curry. That's that's the only taste that I really got. I could tell that each of the individual flavours was in there, but the overwhelming, overpowering taste was curry. And the other thing is, of the six jars of coffee that I got for Christmas, I saved one of them because I was like, oh, I've had that one before, and I know that I really like it. Um, and I cracked it open today, and I had a cup, and it tasted like cigars, which I love a cigar to smoke. I don't want to drink a cup of coffee that tastes like a cigar. So, yeah, saving things, not all it's cracked up to be. Um, I've watched some movies... Uh, hmm. Bi biographic. Apart from the last one. Um, or is the film Get On Up? Which is one of those. I didn't know this film existed. Which is one thing. Um, other than I scrolled past it, I saw it was there. I was like, ah, oh, couple of interesting elements involved. I was like, I'm going to put that on the watch list. As as we know at this point in time, I'm trying to watch stuff I've not seen before, so it made its way to the top of the pile. I want to get this out on Front Street here and now. I know I've covered this previously, I know I've covered it quite extensively, but I'm going to reiterate it. We absolutely lost a treasure when Chadwick Boseman died. I don't know. I I don't know what it is, and I said this at the time, but I have been affected by that man's death. It immediately, like talking about it now, it immediately makes me emotional. Like if I, you know, it's one of those that this it, this would upset me if I continued talking about it in a certain way. Uh, the film Get On Up is a film I didn't I didn't know it even existed. Uh, but it is the film about it is a film about James Brown. Um, absolutely, no, you know, I was absolutely prepared to watch that film because I was like, James Brown seems cool. Uh, I like X amount of his music. I'm not, I, I can't say you know, I spent much time going out of my way to listen to his music, but what the stuff I've listened to and heard, I've got you know, I enjoy. And he was in the Blues Brothers, so you know. Hats off to him there. Uh, I never put that connection together because one of the other one of the people that's in it is Dan Aykroyd. Never put that connection together. Mm. Oh my god, this coffee is amazing! Ah, uh, sticky toffee pudding coffee. Come on. Uh, so. Few, a few pros um, right right at the very start the first thing you see 
is uh, Chadwick Boseman as James Brown walking down a corridor and I was like holy fucking shitballs the, the, the makeup the way they've made him up to look like James Brown was amazing it was it was basically James Brown it's like holy shit that's amazing so that right there is a definite you know in the pro column in the uh, in the con column to balance it out throughout that entire film I honestly do know what it was don't don't know what it was and part of me is like was it done intentionally but the wigs were awful like uh, they, it has to have been done intentionally because they were that bad uh, I don't know I, I, you know, I, I don't know uh, I, I never looked up uh, I kind of thought I kind of intended to but um, plus side I mean, short version is uh, it was a very good film it had, it, it had a bit of a pendulum type thing like oh that's a really good aspect of this film swings the other way to eh, I'm not sure I like that aspect of this film the time aspect of it just jumped around a bit and you know me by now you know I don't really like it when time jumps around me and time again back to that but it was really good great great cast Chadwick Boseman man the, the, the guy had a Midas touch when it came to acting everything I've seen him in so far and I haven't seen a lot of stuff but everything I've seen him in so far I've watched more since he died than I did when he was alive phenomenal actor um, a, a new favourite of mine somebody that I, I just can't get enough of at the moment is Viola Davis she's amazing in stuff she just I, I do think she is probably you know she's probably just played one of those roles that she'll always for me she'll always be Amanda Waller because I thought she was an amazing casting for Amanda Waller um, but yeah she's in it Dan Aykroyd's in it Chadwick Boseman a guy who um, I was like, who the hell is that? And I had to, I, in the end, I had to look it up. And the only thing I recognised him from was um, he was in True Blood, a series that I didn't watch. I never sat down to watch it, but it was one of those that it was on. Um, so I caught various bits of it, and uh, he was in that. Very, 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 very good film. Very enjoyable. Um, yeah as always it's very difficult to review something that is good um like i say a couple of down 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 swings um whereas the makeup to make him look more and more and more like james brown through the film was was absolutely on point the wigs were just bizarre a bizarre choice um yeah he was an interesting gentleman um 
I did mean to look something up because I have a feeling that although they, although there was an element in the film, I felt it was maybe played down because I seem to think that, and don't, you know, I didn't look this up, don't quote me on this, I seem to think that his drug use was a bigger thing in real life than it was in the film. Like I say, I never looked it up in the end. So that is the film, Get On Up. And it was very enjoyable. Speaking of enjoyable movies, uh, I watched The Fighter. Uh, which is, um, again, another biography. Oh, this is one of those. I should have... I should have probably written these down. The two guys that were being portrayed. Mark Wahlberg, Christian Bale, um, what's her name, uh, Amy Adams, I quite like her, she's been in some good stuff, obviously with the whole playing, uh, playing Lois Lane, that's all well and good, but I think she's been better in other roles, um, she was in American Hustle, and she was very good in that. Uh, and then she was in this, and she was very good in this. The Fighter. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to. I try, I do try, but I am going to have to look up. Because at this point in time, I'm just going to be like, oh, there was a couple of guys and they were, they were fighters. Uh, to be fair, I obviously haven't looked it up at the time. The fight, Fighter. Wow, it's 11 years old. Here we go. Right. Uh, based on the story of Mickey Ward, a fledgling boxer who tries to escape the shadow of his more famous but troubled older brother, older boxing brother, and gets his own shot at greatness. Uh, Dicky was his, with his uh, brother. <sighs> Don't want to ruin it for you. But... Um, the older brother was in a fight with Sugar Ray. Um, but it was basically one of those things that he'd had this, he'd had this big thing in his life, and then, you know, had moved on to uh, to to drugs. Uh, so there's that. Then you've got the the younger brother, Mickey, who's trying to become a fighter, just keeps getting put into uh, fights where he's completely outmatched, gets the uh, gets the shit kicked out of him. No surprises. Got this really big family, loads of sisters, um, and then these two uh, brothers. You've got this super overbearing, super controlling mother. And then enter Amy Adams' character, uh, who becomes Mickey's girlfriend. So, short version is, it was a good film, I enjoyed it. There, now that's said and we can move on. I want to talk about something that was, again, I can only feel that this is intentional. 
And if it is, I think it's probably very clever. But I don't know how to word it. Let's try, let's see if we can work through this together. Let me finish this coffee and we'll get started. Oh, amazing. So, he's got this mother, she's his manager, she's overbearing. He's got all these sisters, he's got this drug addicted brother. Uh, as far as the, the mother's concerned, the brother can't do any wrong. Um, Christian Bale doing what Christian Bale does, acting to... Uh, to uh, I mean, it's, a, it's another level, isn't it, when you're dealing with Christian Bale. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. <sighs> How do I say this nicely? Mark Wahlberg being Mark Wahlberg. Um, I, I should probably leave that there because at the end of the day, I enjoy Mark Wahlberg movies. I think he's, I think he's great and stuff. I think he's. Uh, I will happily sit down and watch something with him, in, even if it's got Transformers in the name. Um, but as far as like range is concerned I imagine he's very much uh, in his lane anyway we will get we're getting away from it so he's got this mother who's completely overbearing and he meets this girl and it's I think there was an underlying story and I think it was about how this character Mickey was being manipulated in his life and I feel he was being manipulated by his brother I feel he was being manipulated by his mother and later and further into it manipulated by this this woman this this character this female character <laughs> and it was just if that was the intention it was very well done and it's just how this woman comes along and although the the family might not be perfect, you know, they are they are a family and this woman comes along and essentially removes him from his family, highlights to him how they're not maybe the best for him, especially obviously with his older brother being into the drugs uh, and his mother being the way she is. But, ultimately all it is, is that, and, you know, I personally think that all it is, is that she has seen an opportunity to get with this guy who she herself will be able to manipulate. And ultimately, that's a lot of what is covered in the film. The family hate her because of what, you know, what I've said there. Um, so yeah, you know, on, on its top layer, on its top level, its top layer, it's a fighting film, it's a film about boxing, but it just goes deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, um, based on a, a true story 
of sorts, you know, anytime they say based on a true story, it's like, yeah, loosely based or what? Um, so, yeah, The Fighter, not the film that you might think it would be. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Speaking of loosely based, <clears throat> I watched a film and I was like, oh yeah, this is cool this. And I looked something up. Um, I've got into, I've got back into like reading trivia about films I've like, watched or watching or whatever. Um, unfortunately, I made the mistake of looking something up whilst I was watching this film and it ruined the film for me. So the film I watched was Eddie the Eagle. Uh, what's his name? Taron Edgerton. Um, Hugh Jackman. Christopher Walken. <laughs> Christopher Walken's in it really randomly. Um. Oh, what's the, what's the dad's name? Come on, you silly boy. I keep wanting to say Mark Strong. It's absolutely not Mark Strong. Damn it. Eddie the. Nope, nope. Keith Allen. Yeah, there you go. So, as we uh, as we can probably gather from from the title of the film, it is a film about Eddie the Eagle, the British uh, ski jumper. Um, so I sat there and I'm watching it, and it goes through you know him as a kid, and he wants to be in the in the Olympics, and he had uh, you know, problems with his knees, and um, just this this drive and determination around wanting to be in the Olympics and a lot of his early life was trying to work out which Olympic sport he could do um, which you know that, that in itself is probably quite different you know I, I imagine a lot of these stories are more around somebody decides they're going to be X you know they're going to do that particular sport and then that's what they dedicate their lives to whereas for him he was very much a which sport am I going to do at an Olympic level? So I'm getting into it and I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And I was like, oh, I just, I needed to look something up. I can't think what it was. I was like, oh, I'll just quickly look that up while it's on. One of the first pieces of trivia about the film is that 90% of that film is not true. Only 10% of it's actually real. And immediately I was like, eh. It's like, for example, um, I don't know whether I need to tell you that this is a spoiler, uh, but the character that Hugh Jackman plays in that film doesn't exist. Was a character that was made for the film. It's like, alright. And the more I read about it as a film, the more it was just quotes from like 
Eddie the Eagle going, oh, they told me that this was in the film. That didn't happen. Oh, they told me this was the way that it was going to be portrayed in the film. It wasn't like that at all. And I was like, all right. On the flip side, perfectly enjoyable film. You know, a... It's always nice to watch, you know, people who are determined. Determination. It's always nice to watch that. But obviously that is tarnished by the fact that the majority of the film is not, it's not real. It's not, it's made up. So, there are swings and roundabouts on that one. Um, yeah. Like I say, it was, it was fine. It was enjoyable. It was a good film. Um, outside of the realisation that it wasn't all real. So I watched another film, and this is a film that's been on my, I should probably see that list. Um, my I should probably see that list is films that I wouldn't necessarily go and watch or spend, spend the time to watch, but films that just keep coming up and just keep coming back and films that keep coming up and keep coming back are films that you then start going should i have seen this film i feel like i should have seen this film maybe i should watch this film so that's that that list uh the film in question was machete um it just it comes up all the time all the time constantly um, and it went on to Prime the other day and I was like right perfect opportunity to kind of you know tick it off the list basically uh, it's, you know I feel like I should have seen it so let's do it and I went into it with my eyes wide open knowing full well that it was going to be quote unquote an over the top action film and I'm glad I went into it with that because that's what it was. Uh, Danny Trio, obviously, not obviously if you didn't know that, but um, Danny Trio uh, plays Machete. Uh, you have to say it like that, I think. Uh, it's Robert Rodriguez film. Um, it's got Michelle Rodriguez in it. Danny Trio. Jessica Alba? There's a lot of Jessicas out there in the world. And I don't want to get the wrong one. And I'm pretty sure it is. Ma. Sh. Hete. Jessica Alba. Robert De Niro's in it. Robert De Niro keeps popping up in some random stuff these days. Stuff that I'm like, really when I thought it would have been in this. Um, <laughs> Steven Seagal's in it. Cheech Marin. Don Johnson. There's a great bit right at the very beginning where it says, an introducing Don Johnson. And I, uh, I chuckled, heartily chuckled. Uh, Tom Savini's in it. Of um, from Dusseldorf fame, and and yeah, you know if you want over the top over the top action, this is the movie for you. 
something that I mean to keep meant to come back to was Jessica Alba. The freaking happened to her. I feel like she was destined for greatness. The way she was built up at the time that she was like top of her game. And then like I hadn't seen anything of her for years. And then recently I saw that she was in a TV show that I think they showed on Sky. Um but yeah. I I do wonder whether the the Fantastic Four films maybe especially that that second one I wonder if that maybe maybe killed her career I remember when she was in Sin City and she just sort of exploded onto the scene and it was like this is going to be the next top female actress for certain roles and things like that and then just just fizzled out um Anyway, machete, machete. Yeah, it was fine. It was all good. Um, over the top action movie. <laughs> really bizarre. <laughs> when Steven Seagal walked in, I was like, "Oh fuck!" The last serious. Steven Seagal film that I, I watched was Under Siege I have seen the second one but I, I, I honestly don't think he has been relevant for I mean what 30 years I think the most relevant thing is when Tom Segoia did that dance video and dressed as Steven Seagal I but it just it just made it more hilarious. Um, Robert De Niro just yeah played an interesting character. It was it was very very uh, very much a very interesting film. Let's put it that way. Uh, if you want over the top action, uh, look no further. What I didn't realize is that it seems to have one. If not more, possibly two sequels. I wasn't aware of. Um, yeah, I, I read a lot of stuff about it and uh, the way that it sort of got made and stuff like that. Um, yeah, if you want, uh, if you want over the top action, this could be the film for you. Right. So I watched some TV. Not like me, I know. Um, but I've realised recently that me and TV are not friends like TV pro TV programmes we are not friends and what I realised was was that yeah I sat down to what I sit down to watch them like, oh I need a good series to watch and then I'm like you know that thing where you just scroll through Netflix for an hour and then you go and do something else rather than watching anything Netflix is not good it's I mean there's there's basically nothing on there I want to watch and there's just more and more stuff day in and day out and I'm like but is any of it any good 
This is a company that said that they're going to release a film a week this year. And my first response to that was, will any of them be any good? Um, so me and TV don't get on. To the point that I'm actually looking forward to a TV series that doesn't come out for two months. Um, and that's my thing. I, I look forward to things. And stuff that I, I sort of... I'm prepared to invest my time into it. They become like a like kind of a big thing for me. Speaking of, I'm super happy to see the return of American Gods. So I have watched two episodes of series three of American Gods. Uh, American Gods is a big is a big thing for me. Something I might mention in the past, but um, I wasn't really a reader. I didn't do the do the reading, uh, and then one day, through various situations, I was like, you know, I'm going to read a book, and uh, one of, if not the first book that I read, was American Gods. It is a monstrous book. It's huge, um, and I, and I read it, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, what I will say is that uh, as a book it's kind of split into kind of three and they're, they're very individual very different aspects and at the point that the series has gone to we're, we're kind of into the kind of we're in the third part of the book sort of area which is nothing like the rest of the book literally nothing like the rest of the book and could be argued to be the best part of the book um, so yes I've watched the first two episodes episode three should be out today um, it's that oh when will I watch it and I, I do this thing where I'm like oh I'll watch like I'll watch five minutes of that episode I'll watch ten minutes I'll watch fifteen minutes I'm absolutely going to watch it all, aren't I? Uh, and that's the difference. Because stuff I actually want to watch, stuff I actually want to dedicate my time to, I'll sit down and watch. Um, does anybody remember when I was I was trying to watch the second series of The Boys? Never gone back to it. Just, I, I just haven't. Um, so... We're on series three now. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure that I like Ian, Mc Ian McShane in this role. He's very different. He's portrayed very different um, in the book. Not him. The character is very different in the book. Like the way he looks. And I feel like more recently that Ian McShane just plays like the crazy older guy. Um, one of the weird things, something I didn't realise, and again, I absolutely meant to look it up. Um, they, they, they can't seem to keep a cast together. Uh, I know it's had a lot of problems uh, production wise. 
Uh, and I know that there was a point where they basically lost like half the cast um, through creative differences, I believe. Um, I know like Gillian Anderson was was in it and then wasn't. Um, but do you know something? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna quickly look something up. Uh, American. God, right there. Will it tell me if I find the person in question? Crispin Glover. I don't know how I would go about finding. No, because it just brings me back to American Gods. I think that Crispin Glover might not be in it anymore. Which is just weird. Wonder if I can look it up in another way. Crispin Glover. American Gods. Will it tell me? Yeah, like the moment you, the moment you Google it, it's just totally like straight away. It just starts talking about people that aren't going to be returning. Huh? Okay. There's a thing here. Changes in the third season. It doesn't that that article there doesn't say. It just says that the the role has been recast, and they don't know what that means for Crispin Glover. Um, that was probably a lot lot longer winded than I, than I'd intended. Um, I really enjoy the series. I know the series has had a lot of uh, criticism. Um, weirdly, whilst I was looking up, I saw somebody who was criticising it. Um, I like it. I think that that's largely to do with um, the fact that, yeah, like I say, I read the book when it was the first uh, the first proper book I've read as an adult. Um, super, that's super depressing. Uh, but as I've said, as I've said previously, uh, I've read more books in the last three years than I've probably read in my entire life. So, you know, it's never too late to change, ladies and gentlemen. Never too late to change. Speaking of change, let's change subjects. Let's talk about some computer games. I haven't played any VR recently. I put some on the other day. Put VR on the other day, uh, and for once, I didn't play Half Life Alex. Um, I did, however, get ten minutes into a game that I was playing whilst uh, whilst my daughter was sleeping, and she woke up, so I had to bail on that. Um, I I just haven't been able to play. I, I I you know I absolutely do want to do it. 
I just haven't been able to for one reason or another. Um, I want to get back to playing Stormland. Uh, so the moment I get the opportunity, I will do that. Obviously, saying that, I've got a busy week ahead with uh, multiple podcasts coming up. But we'll see, you know, there's always the weekend. So let's talk console games instead. Um, it's not going to be super positive this week, I'm afraid. Um, I've got three games on the list, and the 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 best of those three is going to get a meh. Um, for my sins, I have been playing uh, the Avengers game. Um, just. There are, there are things that I actually really like about it. Um, you know, I, I think I've said before, anything, anything that allows you the opportunity to play a game as Iron Man, it, it's a thumbs up from me. Likewise, and this is one of those things, I didn't think I was going to feel this way, but uh, playing as Thor as well, thumbs up. Pretty much all the other characters, I couldn't give that much of a toss about. Because, let's face it, it's the flying aspect. Iron Man and Thor can fly. And if you've got the option to fly around a level, or, you know, like, be the Hulk who who can run and, and jump a bit, you know, in a lot of ways, they're kind of worlds apart, gameplay-wise. It's going to come as no surprise to anybody who is into computer games that this game is just... It's its such a complete and utter mess. It's that bad that... And I mean the construction of the game is that bad that I had to Google, ask a friend... And then Google again to find how to do some of the missions. Because the missions just weren't available. And then I found out how to do those missions. I found out how to get them. And it's like, alright, you want me to go and, and grind is what you want me to do. Cool. That isn't as bad as when you get so far. And it goes, right, here's the next mission for this character. Okay, cool. The character in question isn't powerful enough to complete this mission. Um, okay. So you, you know, you work it out in your head. The character's not powerful enough. Needs to be more powerful. Needs to level that character up. Alright, you want me to go and grind... This was the biggest criticism of the game, other than the whole loot crate stuff, which, if I'm honest, I've not really seen. You know, you find crates out in the world. Um, you know, I get I get the whole, oh, you want to get ahead, pay to play and all that stuff. And I get why they've done what they've done, but it's just the absolute worst mechanic for a game. You know, oh, you've got to, you've got to grind <coughs> to progress. It's like, 
I'm good, thanks. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what happened. So first, it was like, oh, do you want to do Iron Man's next mission? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do Iron Man's next mission. Oh, yeah, uh, you're not strong, you're not powerful enough to do that. Bear it in mind, as far as the story's concerned, I am on the last level, allegedly. It keeps telling me that. <clears throat> do you want to do Thor's next story mission? Yeah, yeah, absolutely do. Yeah, we don't have that. That that's not a thing. It doesn't exist. Now, obviously, it does somewhere in the game. You tell me where it is, and I'll be I'll, I'll be I'll be glad about that. All right, cool. That's that's great. Uh, I think I can't even think which character it was. It was maybe Captain America. Uh, do you want to do Captain America's next story mission? Like, I guess if I have to, um, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, Captain America's not powerful enough, so, uh, and, I, and, and that was the moment that I went, I'm good, thanks, <laughs> and, I, and I took the disc out, and I put, I put the disc in the box, and I put something different. Absolutely unacceptable. Um, I only, I you know, I'm not the guy that's going to change the world. On, I'm not on on this game. Uh, Square Enix lost forty-five million dollars on this game. Now they don't blame this game. But it's uh, a coincidence that they released a game that had the Avengers name on it, which was considered a monumental flop. Somebody told me that um, pre-orders, there's 2.5 million pre-orders of this game. A month after its release, there were less than 500 people playing it. So, yeah... Do, do we think we, we released a successful game? Mm. Um, I This is one of those things. I could go on. I could probably do an hours-long podcast about what's wrong with the Avengers game. But I think that's probably unnecessary at this point in time. Um, great possibilities... All wasted. Um, you know they were they were given. They were kind of given the best toys to play with, and did fuck all with them. Um, other than telling people, do you want to smash your head against a wall for X number of hours? Because because uh, that's what you're gonna have to do. Um, I actually think, looking at the list, I actually think that I've put two games uh, the wrong way around because uh, I was playing Immortals Phoenix Rising I think I might have said last week a game that I, I was hating with every fibre of my being yet kept playing it a game another game that has just totally missed the mark it's like does it have great combat Yes, yes, it does have a really good combat system. Does it have good um, 
you call it, like, not traversal, like, you know, moving around the open world that they have built. Yes, you can glide, stroke fly, jump, climb, all of that sort of stuff. Has it put the single most annoying thing that any game designer can put into a game, also known as the stamina bar? Yes, yes, it has. So there's, you know, has it tried to build Zelda Breath of the Wild, not do it very well, and then ultimately just give you a load of super annoying puzzle dungeons? Yes, it has. All of that makes for a really lopsided game. It just, like I, like I said, and, and the easiest review I can give of this game is I hate it with every fibre of my being. Yeah, I kept on playing it. That's it. That, 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 that one sentence is the review of this game. Through conversation with um, with Luke, the, the boy Luke, um, he did highlight that I might have gone to the wrong area, um, which the the irony in that statement is not lost on me. Cough, cough, Jedi Fallen Order. Um, so, my intention is that at some point in time I will probably go back to that game. And just go somewhere else because I got to this point where it's like, oh, uh, you've entered this area. We need you to solve um, like a load of puzzles with uh, zero help, and or it's just this giant area full of puzzles. And I got there, and I was just like, Nah, I'm good, thanks. And that was that. I was like, I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. That was that, and then and the reason I say I think I've put them the wrong way around is I'm pretty sure I took that out and put Avengers in, so you know, really, uh, really upping the bar there. Once I took Avengers out, I had a decision to make, and that decision was what do I play next? So I had games that I started that I got, you know, I got games for Christmas and I'd started them, so I needed to go back to them. Um, I've made the decision that the game that I'm probably going to play the most purely on a time basis will probably be Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So what, I'm, what I decided was I will put that to the back of the queue. That left me with few options at that point in time. Do I put Cyberpunk on with all of its um, you know brokenness? Do I install it, which I imagine at this point in time probably takes a week. Um, I have bought Hitman 3, I have installed it, I haven't touched it past that. So that left me with one choice, and that one choice was Watch Dogs Legion. I've probably mentioned it previously, saying, you know, these are the games that I got for Christmas, and these are the games that I played. Um, I know I've talked about it because I've talked about the awful voice. Uh, you know, it's set in London, so every single person is a cockney. Um, so I went back to it and I was like um, it's very what Sam would call janky um, it doesn't it, you know it doesn't control amazingly um, 
driving, not a huge, uh, huge winner uh, as far as as far as things are concerned. There, um, a weird choice, which I think might have come from the second one. Uh, the weapons you get, your characters, multiple characters get, are non-lethal, so they're all like uh, you know electric fire electrical bullets uh, I've got a, a couple of characters that have real guns um, so there's that so I put it on and I was like look I need to per I need to persevere because basically I'm burning through all the games I've got and just being like I don't want to play this so I pushed on through and I broke through the barrier um, and it's a solid six slash seven out of ten game it uses um a variety of tricks to make it seem like the game is bigger and longer than it actually is i.e when it gives you a mission you can guarantee that that mission will be almost the other side of the city it will take you 20 minutes to get there that's not that's not good game making that is clever game making it makes it seem like there's more going on than there actually is and i think that's ultimately one of the issues with it as a game is it's probably lacking quite a lot of substance something that i really didn't like about it is you don't have a character you don't have uh, an antagonist a protagonist or, or any of those things you have multiple characters that you can chop and change between, uh, depending on the job in hand, I suppose. Uh, for example, if you need um, some construction work doing, you probably need a construction worker. And that's not even a joke. There are, there are things that need uh, doing and they require a construction worker. Uh, if you need to sneak into a building that's, uh, that's populated with the with the bad guys maybe going in as a bad guy you know that sort of stuff initially i didn't like it because you, you've got nobody to attach yourself to you you don't you know spend 20 minutes painstakingly crafting what your eyebrows look like um but what i will say is the more the game's gone on the more i'm okay with it as a concept can't say I like it. I can see why they've done it, and I'm okay with it. Um, once I got the ability to um, to get, or one, not the ability, so one of the characters does. One of the characters I've got does have the ability to call in these um, these construction drones, which basically you can then climb on and fly around the city. Uh, once I got the uh, either ability or knew how to do it without the ability uh, that made things slightly more interesting I suppose um, it's a different way of getting around um, I am playing it I'm playing it quite a bit as far as uh, as far as games are concerned I've um, I've done all the like the like unlock the area type missions I've done all of those so now I'm just basically on the story missions um, 
I'm not overly sure how much there's going to be left of it because uh, like I say it does feel quite a lot like there's uh, probably not a lot of substance to the game itself especially if they're using these these various padding techniques. I was playing it last night and I did a mission and then I went to get another mission so obviously you've got to travel you know a third of the way across the entire map and I picked up the mission and the person sent me back to where I've just come from and I'm like yeah really so yeah I had to go all the way back it's things like that uh, things like that just uh, are just annoying they're not um, you know they're not fun it's not good game design it's just annoying so there we go um, as as with as with all things like this I'll keep you updated with what, what I'm playing um, that's if anybody's listening to this at this point in time um, I imagine what, what will likely happen is I'll stick with Watch Dogs until either it doesn't want me to play it anymore or um, I finish it I think I'll probably go on to Hitman 3 next um, I'm keeping, keeping that Valhalla powder dry and like I say purely because there's a high chance that that game will be a hundred hours and you know I probably want to settle in for that there we go that is it that is the podcast uh, thank you for listening if you're still listening and uh, thank you for for everything I'll catch you next time until then keep it uh, keep it real See ya. So there we go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Nah, where does it all go? YouTube watchers, if you're a subscriber, thank you very much. And if you're not, I think you know what to do. Audio listeners, you can subscribe on uh, SoundCloud and iTunes. So if you fancy doing that, that'd be amazing. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com. Check us out over there. We've got links for social media. You can even drop us an email. So that's it for this one. Until next time, I'm just going to say bye. And I'll see you then.